True Stories with Sydney. Hi, everyone. It's Sydney. I am super excited to be starting my podcast. I have a really special guest with me if you want to introduce yourself, Maddie. What up, host? I'm just kidding. What's up, guys? It's Maddie, Sydney's sister. So, yes, clearly she is my sister. We are four years apart. And recently, these past couple years, we have grown really, really close. So I thought it would be fun to kind of get to know me a little bit better and Maddie. I have a list of questions I'm going to be asking Maddie. And I'm actually really excited to ask you these questions. And then I might have her ask me a few questions off the top of her head, just so you guys can get to know me a little bit more. Hopefully, I will be doing... A, quite a bit of podcast with Maddie because she's super entertaining and fun. You should honestly have a podcast yourself. <laughs> oh, that that would be a lot. Yeah, but it's it's time consuming and it's fun. Um, so uh, let's see. Wanted before I ask you some questions. Wanted you just tell me. I don't know what you're kind of doing, where you live. All right. Well, we'll get it cracking. Um, actually, <laughs> currently we are at my studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois. That is where I'm going to grad school right now. I'm getting my master's in criminal forensic psychology with a license to counsel. Um, I went to the University of Minnesota Duluth and graduated from there in 2019. And... Why don't you tell them a couple of things that you have done throughout your years in college? Like you have worked in a group home, worked with um, people who struggle with mental illness, and kind of tell them what you want to do within your career path. Okay. um, So I have worked at a shelter, a domestic violence and sexual abuse shelter, where I worked with victims um, on obtaining resources and kind of helped them navigate through the justice system if they wanted to bring their perpetrator to court. I worked in a group home with mentally mentally ill individuals Mm -hmm. or those who have a mental disability. Yes. And I actually fell in love with one of my clients there. She is the sweetest lady, and Mm -hmm. she will forever touch my heart. I actually introduced her to... My family, I got to take her to the cities one time, and we went shopping. And Yeah, they. It's, it's crazy how you can connect and do these certain things with clients. Like, you got to bring her. I'm not going to say her name, but we'll call her Sarah. You got to bring Sarah to yeah. Minneapolis and, like, have an overnight with her and go to the mall. You weren't just, like... It wasn't just you, like, watching them right. at their house. Yeah, you definitely um impact their life and you know, help them with their goals and reaching their full potential to the best of their ability. And it's really empowering to do so. And that was probably one of my favorite jobs I've had. But I also interned at the St. Louis County Mental Health Court where individuals, instead of having to serve out their jail sentence, uh, specifically mentally ill offenders, were able to go through the mental health court as more so of a treatment program and process, which is obviously more necessary for them than serving out that jail sentence right. where sometimes they wouldn't even get treatment. Um, yeah, and then I also worked, uh, or volunteered, I should say, as a community volunteer for a restorative justice circle, which is working with domestic violence offenders and kind of just providing that support for them in their road to recovery 
because a lot of offenders of domestic violence have actually, you know, experienced violence themselves or have been, yeah, so have been victims. Affected by it. Yeah, who have been affected by it, let's say, in their childhood. You know, these behavior patterns were obviously learned. I mean, sorry, guys. I know I feel like I'm going on a tangent. I'm just like. She's done a lot. I'm so passionate about this field. I mean, obviously, with me getting my master's, and I'm sure Sid's sick of hearing about it, because every time we go to a family event, it's like... It's all about her, and it's always been about her. No. Um, But kind of leads me into what I wanted to say. So I'm going to school at a community college. uh, Sorry, guys. Locally, and um, I don't live in Chicago. I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, and I am going for criminal justice. I'm not really sure what I want to do. I mean, there's a lot you can do in the criminal justice system, law enforcement, everything. Um, I've had some run-ins with them. So it's, it's quite funny how people who have dealt with the police or have been through, I would say, traumatic things and then want, like, are inspired to be in that field. Do you know what I'm saying, Maddie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, like, it's weird because both of our parents aren't involved in the criminal justice and, like, doing work. Yeah. They're in business. So, they're, like... Yeah, they both do business. They're, like, so how did you, like, like, who raised you? Like, how did you, like, come become interested in criminal justice? Like, we're... In business, and yeah, it's, it's just funny. We both have that passion. Yeah, like we both we both do. Maddie wanted basically like what all through high school, kind of middle school, maybe I don't know. Wanted to be an English teacher. Yeah, I always I remember like, you talking about. I that. love to read books, and I love English. I love writing. I actually want. Yeah, I wanted Book to be an fanatic. English. Yeah, I wanted to be an English teacher or a journalist. I was really looking yeah. into being a journalist um, and covering the like crime stories and stuff. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of funny how things change. And, I mean, this is just a shout-out to everyone. Like, if you don't know what you want to do, like, that's fine. You don't have to go into college, like, directly knowing this is what I want to do. There's so many options. And, you know, I wish I would have, like, in high school had, like, a class that explained that more. Which I did have a class. um, Right. Sort of. AVID, if any of you guys are familiar with AVID or you may have a program at your high school like AVID. AVID basically is a class that kind of sets you up for success and you have college fair fairs that you do and you just learn about college and about like the afterlife after high school and whatnot. So AVID was a class that you would have to like interview for and like get in to the class. So that's kind of weird, but kind of cool. Um, so I did AVID for about two years, but um, anyway, yeah, that was a good program. Yeah, but anyway, I, I like I said, I'm going for criminal justice, and there's so much to do in that field. So a couple things that I want to do or have been looking into is either being probation officer, a victim witness coordinator within the court system, um, or a corrections officer. So I kind of just want to do all of it. So maybe I'll start as a corrections corrections (laughs) officer and then I'll be a probation officer, this and that. But my main goal just recently within the last couple months, I've been really thinking about this is possibly wanting to become like a warden of um yeah you got to move your facility way up. but yeah. you have to like move your way up i was reading about it you have to have like 15 years of experience and you don't necessarily have to have a degree actually but it's probably good if you have a degree um so 
Maddie, why don't you talk about why, before I ask you like my questions that I actually wrote down, more funner, funner questions, um, why don't you talk about how you got into the, like why you wanted to work with like these people that struggle with mental illness or why you want to work with offenders after grad school, just like how you got all into it. Because I kind of was inspired by you to join the system and also because I've had a couple run-ins. And been through a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, through my experience working with victims at the shelter, I kind of realized that that wasn't for me. I mean, it was emotionally wearing and it was really hard. I mean, I know sometimes I will call you guys just crying because of yeah. I worked the crisis line sometimes and the stories that you would hear helping someone who is so scared and in that moment you almost feel helpless too even though you're giving providing them with resources and stuff so I just felt like I kind of want to work the offender side and not to say that offenders don't have their own traumatic experiences or things that are going to be brought up that might right you know be emotional to hear or work through because I am actually doing the counseling track so I'll be able to do some therapy and diagnose and assess But yeah, I just really think through my experiences and like volunteering and really putting myself out there to kind of figure out what I want to do and what population I want to work with versus victims, offenders, mentally ill offenders. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can even be a police psychologist and work with police and do therapy with them. Yeah, super Um, cool. Really cool. Yeah, I always thought that was interesting. But yeah, I was just kind of by doing things and taking the opportunity to kind of grow and be inspired. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, kind of going off that, that's basically what kind of happened to me. I, Maddie, actually, which this really intrigued me, she, um, what is it called, pen pal? Or- oh, yeah, for one of my classes um, in undergrad, it was my junior year. It's kind of crazy to say, like, that was my junior year because now I'm in my first year of grad school, and I'm yeah, like, Yeah, seems like forever How though. am I here living alone? whatever that's a whole different story but um yeah I talked to death row inmates I talked to two death row inmates it's literally chilling reading the letters that they would send to her so um but anyway kind of enough about that but um we're me and her are similar in many ways and also very different in many ways so um it's kind of weird but I feel like that's that's what it what it's like for many siblings um but let's ask you a little bit more funner questions. Do not look. <laughs> um, so we already answered. Okay. So where do you want to live when you are older and done with grad school? Maybe start a family. Where do you want to live? Where do you foresee yourself? Definitely somewhere warm. Um, yeah. I mean, I went to school in northern Minnesota. So I went to school in Duluth where... So cold. Where my car would literally get stuck in the snow, meaning that the snow, because you had to park on the street, there wasn't really parking. So when the snow plows would go by, your car was like caved in with snow. And I was like, this is just an unrealistic place. (laughs) But I mean, thinking back, um, Duluth is probably where I miss when I think about home, though. Yeah. Like, from versus being in Chicago. You like, did love Duluth. I love Duluth. I mean, I would almost consider moving back if it wasn't for the weather. But um, 
I don't know. I could maybe see myself living in Chicago for a few more years after I graduate, um, get some hands-on work experience. For sure. And then, I don't know, maybe one of the Carolinas, like North or South Carolina. Which is where our parents possibly want to retire in a few years. Or um, Virginia. There's like a ton of the the beaches, and it's actually a really good area for forensic psychology, so... Okay, Um, let's see. Okay, this is a funny one. So, embarrassing drunk story. Girl, I don't get embarrassed when I drink, though. Okay, but you know what I mean, girl. That's the problem. this is the shit with her, y'all. I'm just always wildin'. Do you have, like, a funny story when you were, maybe you and your friends went out, or, I mean, besides taking hella shooters in the bathroom? Yeah, we used to take shooters. I mean, one time... Um, I think it was, like, literally my 19th birthday. Like, some... I bet. Some dumb age where I had a fake ID. We... I was with my hometown friends, Emily. Which I'm 19, and I don't even have a fake ID or like to drink. Yeah, I had, like, three. We're opposites. I had two Illinois fake IDs, two Ohio, oh a Minnesota God. fake. We ran through those, like, no other, but... Um, I was, me, Emily, and Sam, you know, we got the whole gang together, and we went out to Chino Latinos, and... We see this party bus. So we're like, hell yeah, obviously we're going to get on it. So me and Emily get on it and come to find out it was a bachelor party. Oh, my God. So these, I don't know, they must have been a little older. I think they were, like, closer to, like, 35 or something. And here we are, 19, and we hop on, and we just start dancing, and they were, like, loving it. Obviously, they probably thought y'all were, like, 21. Yeah. I mean, we were clearly drinking, but um, it was so funny. And they were like, yeah, you guys should, like, ride with us and, like, Keep, we'll go down to Minneapolis, and we're like, yep, gotta go. We yep. had reservations. This was before the, we even went to dinner. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Y'all were literally crazy. Um, okay, so me and Maddie, we should do, like, a whole podcast, basically, on traveling and where we've traveled. Me and or our family, we love to travel. So what is your favorite part about traveling, and what is the favorite place that you visited? What is your favorite place you visited yeah. while traveling? Because she's been to, like... Places like we've been to both different places. Like you've been to Alaska, I haven't. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been to the Carolinas, you haven't. But we also travel a lot together. So yeah, and you've been to like France, Italy, right? So I mean, I was supposed to go there this summer, but that's kind of ruined. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I would say shout out to COVID. I would say my favorite place that I've traveled is Italy, specifically Cinque Terre, which means five villages. I just love Italy. Like, I don't know. It's the environment I love. It's the people. I mean, there's the pasta on pasta and wine. Like, what? Two favorite things. Yeah. What more could you ask for? And then they have gelato. I That's have, my favorite. I had this amazing lavender gelato at this street market. And it was so good. I mean, uh, one of the pictures I actually have hung up is a picture I took in Italy of the uh, the five villages. And it's just... It's so beautiful. and I love that pic. I love the beaches. looks like a green screen because it's so Right. It could be like a screensaver. And I guess my favorite part about traveling is I honestly think just like the anticipation and then you finally get there. Like the whole process is just kind of fun and exciting. And And then then, you kind of crave home after. Yeah. And then you crave home a little bit. But then when you are coming home, you get to look back on like all the pictures that you took and like talk about the Memories. memories you made. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what is the best le- lesson you have learned so far in your life? 
Oh, the best lesson. I actually thought about this the other day. You know, sometimes I'll post like quotes on Instagram or. We're into that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like quotes. We're basic. (laughs) Basic. Start out to Saucy (laughs) Shoda. She knows it's good. Vanderpump rules. I love that show. Being basic is where it's at. Um, That ass. I, I think the biggest lesson you can learn and know early on is like, no one's going to be there for you but you. Meaning that obviously you have your friends, like a significant other, your family. But like when it comes down to it, end of the day, like you got you. So make sure like you're good. Like love yourself. Know your worth. Totally. Be happy within like your skin and be happy with yourself. Because at the end of the day, like you're what who you have. And, you know, just staying true to yourself and your values no matter what. So basically be about you. Yeah, and I think a lot of people lack that, especially in the generation that we live in today. Um, And I'm very grateful that I learned my self-worth and my value at a young age just because some of the things that I've been through, but I definitely... It definitely is a lot of work if you don't have, you know, self-worth and and value. Like, I feel like you have always been a very confident, strong person from literally out the womb. I had to learn. (laughs) Out the womb. I had to learn. Um... Okay. What do you think the number one thing we have in common is in, com- in common? Ugh, common. Mm-hmm. And what do you think, like, what are we opposites of, too? If that makes we're sense. We're definitely Sorry. common in what we like to eat. Like, we're, yeah. we're very Italian, Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always agree, really, on food. Mm-hmm. Um, Fast food is really, I feel like, the only thing we Yeah, we really always agree, agree on. on restaurants. That's but then true. we're like, I want Subway, which she doesn't really like Subway. But we do obviously like the same, like, fast food and stuff. But we yeah. love Chipotle. And-, and I just feel like we're both, um, we're both really, like, kind-hearted. And sometimes that, like, her- ends up hurting us. Yeah. In the long run, we-, we both care a lot about, like, what others think, whether we don't want to admit that, or, like, we care about others so much and if we're not getting that reciprocated that's kind of when we break so I feel like we're the same in that way and then we're definitely opposite in our annoyance levels like in maturity level I really Maddie you're four years older than me that's not (laughs) the right answer for this question I just feel like I am very mature for my age and I've got that from the get-go seriously you know damn well me and her used to work at the same diner And everyone would would be like, are you and Maddie, like, twins? Are you the same age? You guys are so mature. Whatever. I think we're opposite in school, too. Okay. (laughs) I'm better at sports, sweetheart. Yeah, we know, honey. Um, What are your hobbies? Girl. I could answer this for her. Let me answer it first. Okay, so save my top three hobbies. Okay, okay. So I know for sure number one is reading. Number. Two, I feel like, is, like, sitting outside or, like, being outside, being on the porch. That could be, yeah. Okay. Uh, eating. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah, that's not really a hobby. I'm sorry. I just, I know we love to eat. Okay. So, what? Reading? Um, school. School's a hobby for you. Am I not eating? Okay, just go. I mean, school is something I'm doing. Oh, okay. Hanging out with friends. Hanging out with loved ones and friends. Yeah, I would say reading, number one, my favorite thing to do. I think in the last month I've read, what, four or five books? Yeah. Um, I like psychological thrillers. So hit Sydney up if you want some recommendations, and then I can slide it your way through Sydney. Um, 
definitely being in the sun, like when I can, being outdoors, going to the beach, or going. I like to go on walks a lot. Not really a runner. It's I'm a fast walker. Yeah. Type person. We don't run. My dad does though. And I love to say a third hobby is volunteering. So I volunteer um, at a shelter, an animal shelter in Chicago. So I love to do that. Yeah, because she I, obviously misses her dogs, our dogs. Right. Because she is in Chicago. So that probably helps you a lot. Yeah. And then come fall, I'm volunteering um, with homeless children. I'm tutoring them. It's yes. called Chicago Hopes for Kids. All right, super cool. Um, okay, let's do a few more, and then I'm just going to have Maddie ask a few questions that she has for me, I guess, off the top of the, her head. Um, if you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, boy. That's kind of a tough question. A lot of people. I just, like, don't really care to meet anyone famous. Okay. Um, but I guess... Like, it could be, like, Helen Keller or whatever, like, for real. It could be, like... Anne Frank. No Rosa one? Parks. Like, yeah. she's my bitch. Like, I want to know, ass. like, girl, like, you are a strong woman. Like, how did you get through life? I like, I want to talk to her. I want to gain her wisdom, her advice. Like, I love her. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess Rosa Parks. Um. Okay. When and where was your first kiss? Oh, it was on... Shit, I've kissed too many dudes at and this how point. How old were you? Oh, gosh. I think I was like sixth grade. Is that too young? I think it was um, sixth or seventh no, grade. No, that's not too young. It was this guy named Landon. Shout out to Landon. Um, I don't even remember his last name, but he had like blonde, blonde, blonde hair and like blonde eyebrows, blonde I eyelashes. Landon. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember like we met up at the bathroom and kissed by the what? fountain. Okay. Definitely wasn't my last. I'm literally, I'm pretty sure Jack was my first kiss. Shout out, Jack. I love you. Kanan? Yeah. That's so funny. I don't know. Me and Jack and like like, uh, all like our guy friends, me and Yvonne's guy friends, we just kiss each other goodbye. So it wasn't like that. But okay, what is something our parents or me do not know about you or something that you have done? If you have one. She's a goody freaking two Well, y'all know about my minor. Yes. That's like the only bad thing. And I've she done still much. tries to say to this day she took like two sips of a my card. I did. I was like ninety pounds back then. Like now I would need like ninety freaking drinks to even blow. Itch. But um, what do you guys not know about me? I feel like we know. I actually have a little bit of anxiety, and I feel like not a lot of people know that, yeah. or I don't really talk about that. Like I feel like just recently, like I've started to be like open about that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, because I don't know. I definitely struggle with anxiety and depression. And you and mom have never really, like, no, experienced that I didn't until, experience that until I moved away. And, especially like, you, yeah. I would get, like, chest tightening. Um, I mean, I wasn't really, like, I was only scared, like, the first two nights that I lived here alone. Because um, you were, like, six hours away, not two hours away, like, in when you were in Duluth. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. So I guess that's something that... Not a lot of people. Not know, a lot of people or know, or mom, mom and dad, dad didn't don't. know till recently. Yeah, for but sure. other than that, I mean, I feel like pretty open and honest with you guys. We all have Just, open communication. Like nothing is really hidden in our family, so can't really get away with nothing. Yeah, even our sex life, Loki. I mean, that's on you. Like you <laughs> try to talk to mom about that, and I'm in the room, and it's still weird to me to think of like my baby sister. I mean, I know Dude, you're not a baby. Yeah. You're 19, and you're growing, and it's so weird. To I her, would, so. yeah. I, I don't know. 
but looks yeah. at me as a baby. Um, okay, so now I'm going to have Maddie ask me a couple questions or, like, a would you rather. Because I want you guys to still know a little bit about me since this is my first episode. But I really wanted to bring Maddie on to... I don't know, just explain how interesting she is. She's a big part of my life. Um, and we'll probably do a part two, too, honestly. So we'll wrap up in a few minutes, but why don't you ask me a few things? I don't know. Maybe, do you okay. have anything you've ever wanted to ask me in your life? I and mean, you probably would. I mean, but I feel like we talk about deep stuff, so we know a lot about each other. Yeah. Um, what is one characteristic that you hope to gain or grow that you might not have now? such as you know example like being more caring even though you are caring right. or because i have grown a lot which yeah, I, will, I feel like you're all about growth yeah like year. i i will get into this obviously later on but because that's kind of what my podcast is kind of going to be torted or kind of it's, it's going to be about you know true stories that i've been through and Stuff like that. Like, so you guys will hear everything. But, yeah, I have definitely gained a lot of characteristics in the last, like, year or so. Um, But something that I would say is being more willing to do things. Like, if that makes sense. Like, and, willing to try more things or be yeah, open? Yeah, try more things and stuff. I'm a super, super independent person. And I think, honestly, that's because I've gotten myself in a routine for the past, like, year or so of just being on my own and being really independent and not wanting to spend time with many people and just not do a lot. So not saying I'm lazy or anything. It's just I really like my alone time and being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but another one more more basic, simple one is just being able to take credibility when needed. Yeah, that's – I mean, I think those are good goals and those are things that you could definitely strive for and, you know, work to be. For sure. Like I said, I mean, the biggest lesson is, like, always – Staying true to you and, like, being yourself and working towards that better version Exactly. Of you. I'm all about growing. Like, seriously, y'all. Stay out of my lane. I'm growing. <laughs> I guess, what is one thing about me that annoys you? I mean, the list probably goes on, oh God, Sydney, but you can say just one. Um, okay, I'm going to choose my words wisely. Oh, God. So... Okay, sorry guys, the train, you may hear because we are in Chicago. So, um, Maddie likes to pretend oh boy, here we like go. she's a child or something. I, I don't really know, but like randomly, sorry if this is embarrassing, we'll be like sitting down doing homework and she'll make animal noises or like just be like a freaking freak. And it's so annoying because when she realizes that I'm getting annoyed with her, she will continue and continue. I thought you were going to say how I always say we instead yes. of mom and dad. Yes. That is my number one thing, actually. Okay, so she will be like, let's say me and my mom are saying, like, let's just make it up an example, like, you need to get a job, even though I have a job. Let's just say that's the example. So, like, mom is saying, like, you need to get a job. And Maddie would be like, yeah, Sid, we think that you need to get a job because this and that and that. And I'm like, it's not a we. You are not my parent. Scott and Carol are my parent. Okay? Well, I would say <sighs> I had to be a second mom for a while, honey. Okay. All right, a few more. Let's um, see. I'm trying to think. It's hard to come up with 20 questions. I know, right? I didn't know. So we're going to have a movie night tonight. So I was wondering what's your favorite movie? Okay, so I don't necessarily have a favorite movie. 
But I do have a favorite actor. And if this actor is in any movie, I'll watch Adam Sandler's. Love him. Oh, yeah. So, like, Grown Ups. Grown Ups, yeah. What's that one golf one he does where he's the caddy? God, my freaking pen keeps flying. I, yeah. It's Caddyshack or something. I love, love him and adore. Yeah, he's funny. I wish I could marry him, honestly. He's rich, too. (laughs) Ask me, like, two more. Okay. Um, have you ever wanted to be the older sister? Do you like being the younger sister? Yeah, I do not. I would never want to be the older sister. Why? I don't. I don't think. And I'd, why? I don't know. I like seeing you grow and see what you do, so I have a better outlook of what I want to do mm-hmm. in a few years. If that makes sense, just because I look up to you and um, gain a lot of knowledge from you. But no, I don't necessarily think I'd ever want to really be the older sister because then I'd be like what if you were like an embarrassing young sister and I'd be like yeah that's my sister like when Uh I'd always freaking bug you and your friends when I was like 10 I mean you still do pull up on us well I'm friends with your friends (laughs) so it's, it's not fucking like that um okay I guess my last question is what do you value most so it could be friendship loyalty when you're in a relationship with like anyone. a significant other, like a boyfriend. What do I value most? Like what matters to you most? Like some people would say like commitment Can or Can I trust. say like three things or do I have to say one? Nope, you have to say you're the biggest one. Loyalty. I mean, I was thinking in between communication and loyalty, but I would definitely say like loyalty and I feel like loyalty kind of goes with commitment, definitely. Yeah, All about me, bitch, period. <laughs> So, what about you? I want to ask that for you. What about you? One thing. Um, I would probably have to say trust. For sure, which kind of goes with That's loyalty, That's a huge right? thing to me. Like, if I can't trust you, like... It's done, boy. It's done. And Period. and I haven't necessarily, like... We are very alike with in, within relationships. Like, yeah. we're bad bitches, you know? Savage. I haven't ever felt like... I mean, I did get cheated on in my high school relationship, but right. I always trusted him. Like, I didn't feel... That he would ever do That so. he would do something like that. Like, obviously, there were signs that I look back on now, so it's like, that's kind of scary that, like, that's my biggest thing, and then sometimes that can be clouded. Like, you yeah. think you can trust someone, but then you actually can't. Right. Try so, I don't know. Yourself. Just when I'm with my... When I find my forever person, if you're listening to this... No. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, I would want trust yeah. and commitment and... Yeah, kind of all the basics that I'm pretty sure any girl or guy... Would look for. Would yeah. look for and want. Um. So, yeah, hopefully, I think we might do part two tonight or tomorrow or whatever, but this was super fun to yeah, film. thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I love you so much, and I think that we should honestly just make a podcast together. How about that? But we live in different states, so it's hard. Maybe someday, maybe someday. Yeah, and why are you zooming up on our picture right now? <laughs> um, okay, you guys, so... We gotta go walk and get some pizza, so we'll catch y'all later. Okay, you're trying to cut me off or something. <laughs> okay, you guys, seriously. But, um, yeah, thank you if you guys are watching, and um, I'm super excited to see what the future has to hold. Thanks, Maddie, for, you know, sharing your story and what you do and being honest thank you all right true stories with sydney out